0: quarterback we discuss that and more on this week's hail to pit podcast what was your message about finishing it in these final 30 minutes well you know it happened it happened in west virginia where we knocked off number two it happened in south carolina and it's happening in pittsburgh today
1: our guys had a lot of guts tonight we're just going to keep getting better i mean it's just that's what it is one health game that you will never ever forget we shocked the world hail to pit hail to pit this is the week of december 10th 2022 and this is the hail to pit podcast i'm alan and i'm vince slovis is at jerkovic is in pits bowling in the sun we're back for the holiday season, some holiday treats, maybe some gifts for you, Vince. I got nothing for you, but you and I collectively are going to bring something to everybody upon our return
0: here to
1: the show. It's been a minute, but a lot has happened. We had to do one this week.
0: Yep, yep. You know, uh, you know, you know. Four years ago or so, this would be kind of a downtime uh, in in college athletics, but now it is it is hotter than ever. It, it, it's hotter than the hot stove, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Oh, this, this,
1: this, this just absolutely, you you could bleep this out pretty easy podcast on those hot stove completely. (laughs) This is, unless you're a Phillies fan, who cares about that stuff?
0: (laughs) Players coming, players going, uh, recruits going to be coming in. Preparations for bowl games and Deion Sanders. That's what it's all about at this time of year. Just just absolutely bananas. Uh, A lot to break down. Uh, This team, you know, looking drastically different uh, from, you know, where they were, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, finishing out the season to where they're going to be headed. Certainly going to be a whole lot different for the bowl game. Uh, We we will see. A lot to talk about.
1: The unpredictable world of college football is even more unpredictable these days. Your team, I don't care if you're – no one listening to this isn't a Pitt fan, I think, Vince. But just tell fans of other teams if you know them. If you're listening to this, your team, the year from the year you're watching them, the next year they're going to be totally different. I don't care where you are, Pitt, Alabama, uh, Cal State, Northridge, Vince, it doesn't matter. Your team's always going to have big changes this time of year. we got to start getting used to it. None of this shocked me. Actually, we're going to debate. Maybe some of it was kind of predictable, and we just didn't say it or have the guts to say it. <laughs> I, I think we need to get into a little bit of that too but first let me carny bark at everybody before we talk all about these different moves and of course the bowl game we are at h2p show on twitter if you want to get at us there or email us hail two pit podcast at gmail.com we appreciate everybody reaching out saying where the hell's the show why aren't you doing one for the miami game travel work life business. We got personal business, personal issues, and we couldn't do one, but we told you hang in tight. We appreciate you telling us don't go anywhere. Come on, come back, come back, come back. We always were. We never left, just took a break, but we appreciate all the love out on social media and the emails and all that. And of course, when we're unable to do the podcast, we lurk on Panther Lair and Reddit and see what people are saying on the Pitternet. So we appreciate everyone there talking pit. Anywhere I appreciate people here in the UK talking pit or Vince. I don't think we've done a show since I got hailed a pitted in another country, not the UK. I'll tell you about it in a second. But quick love to our sponsors and our production team at Pretty Easy Podcast. They put it all together. Just the best damn team in all of podcasting. If you want to do a podcast, you can work with them at an affordable rate. So easy to get in touch. Just go to prettyeasypodcast.com.
0: Yeah, and they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So before we review
1: the season, Vince, I do want to tell you, I was in Portugal, in Lisbon, and I got a hail to pit whisper at a corner randomly one morning. It was one of the thrills of a lifetime. Now, now why was it a whisper? I don't know. I was wearing a pit (laughs) shirt at a crosswalk. Guy walks past me, and then before he crosses the street, stops and looks back and goes, Held a pit. And then he just walked away. (laughs) And I was so shocked. I didn't even Held a pit back for like a good three seconds. I was like, what? what, what, what? Held a pit. Yeah.
0: What? Yeah. uh, That's wild. You know, Portugal, uh, you wouldn't expect that to be pit territory. Now, if you were telling me like Italy or – or Poland, or or uh, you know maybe even the UK. Uh, yeah, I would say yeah for sure. Spain, I, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, maybe even Spain. Portugal wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, it was it was a shocker.
1: So I don't know. Maybe we got a good Portuguese player coming to pit soccer. I don't know. Maybe word spreading. whoever's doing the recruiting or spreading the word or fans moving there. I heard it's very affordable. There were actually people in Portugal trying to recruit me. I felt. I felt. Now I know what you for what to move there. People <laughs> just they're asking you want to move to Portugal. You should come work here. We'll, we'll we'll pay you to come work here. We'll Give you they, they want to give you like stipends and
0: all sorts of cash. Uh, is, is, is there are they having trouble with you know em- employment or, I, or I, what's I, going I, on?
1: <laughs> I I I don't know. I th- I think the uh, maybe they don't have a uh, high birth rate. I see a lot of the a lot oh, of different the populations down. Like yeah, maybe it's that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, or maybe they're just. They're just recruiting for ath- athletics. You never know. There's always someone recruiting. It could just be the time of the year because it was at that time of year. It's this time of year. It's just all about recruiting. selling, yeah. Sell, sell, sell. That's what it's all about this time of year. Sell hard. Christmas sales. <laughs> Come to our school. Come to our place. Come play for us. Don't leave. What? There's not a lot of don't leave sales.
0: Do you think anyone asked Slovis don't leave? I don't know. Uh that's something uh I I think it was a mutual parting of ways, but but we'll we'll get into that. <laughs> All right. Well, fine. Well, first let's talk season in review since
1: yes, since our last show, Pitt played their last game, finished off the season strong style. What, four in a row, Vince has a four-game win streak to end it? I'll take it. It's yeah. not it's not a six or seven or eight or nine or ten or undefeated season. It's not a playoff type streak. It's not uh, well, TCU actually stumbled at the end there, but man, they were thrilling to watch. was hoping something like that from Pitt to be that team this year. They weren't. They had a season where they had expectations to start, stumbled a bit, picked themselves back up, got a little bit of an identity as a uh, well-balanced team and, uh, of course, a great defensive team. And is it a good season uh, relative to last year? No. Uh, But a good finish, there were high spots, but overall, I'd say it's middle of the road. I'll probably give it if we're grading it, you know, like they do at the University of Pittsburgh, uh, (laughs) A's, B's, C's, D's, and F's. I'm going right in the middle, Vince. I got a C for this season. How about you?
0: Uh, I'd say it was, you know, maybe a B minus, uh, maybe a B. I don't think this was that bad. Um, It. Maybe we were foolish to expect that uh, a new quarterback, a new offensive coordinator, new receivers were gonna just jump right in and do extremely well at the level of a Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison right away. Uh, you know, I thought that they certainly could. I I thought they had that kind of ability, uh, but I was wrong. Uh I, I was absolutely wrong. Um you know, were there a lot of injuries offensively, you know, offensive line running back sure. Um, you know, Keaton Slovis getting hurt, you know, you got to think what could have been maybe if, if he didn't get knocked out of that Tennessee game. But the bottom line is, you know, they got knocked down. They, it took them a very long time to recover and they never quite reached those heights. I mean, yeah, they did stack some wins at the end of the year, but not quite, uh, not quite what what it was looking like at the beginning of the season back in early September, um, but at the end of the day, you know, it was an eight and four season, uh, still pretty respectable. A couple a uh, couple shaky losses, but overall, I don't think it was that bad. Um, so I, yeah, it. We'll, we'll see if they could build and improve and get better next year.
1: It, I think I. I...
0: I'm not as generous with the grade as you
1: because the the line is so razor thin we say all the time and like how close Pitt really was to just a few you know just mistakes here and there were cleaned up and they are in an ACC championship game maybe I mean the, it's not like the team that got there to get crushed by Clemson. UNC was that much better than Pitt. They broke away and looked like it kind of at the end of that game, but honestly, Pitt was right there with them in that game, and there was something mental about the season. I think that game was a microcosm of everything because on the field throughout the game, Pitt was not that much worse than UNC, but then their own mistakes themselves got in their own way, and they let, I don't know, the aura of uh, the young May quarterback uh, get to them, and They lost that one and and ended up looking like a subpar ACC team uh, against a a team that was surpassing them, taking their spot. Um, But in the end, Clemson's the new champs. They regain control of the conference and pick goes back to the middle of the pile. And that's why I kind of give that middle of the pile grade, Vince, a C and all overall most disappointing this season. But it was just all self-inflicted wounds to me. But I put most of it on the offensive line, uh, a group that. Returning a ton of experience, also with promising uh, young players to sub in that got playing time at the end, and that's when they started playing better. But top to bottom, with that much experience, talent that you know recru- recruited talent, uh, expected more, especially play. And they were blocking for an all American, and they helped him get to all American status. So they did something right, but they did not play to their full potential. I think the way Abana Canada did. And if they did, if they played on his level all year and didn't make those mistakes, who knows? Who knows where Pitt could have gone if they actually protected Slovis and blocked like they did all season long in those really big games? I, I,
0: I can't see how you could put this whole season on the offensive line. I'm not saying they played exceptional not but, saying
1: the whole season's on that, but of the, all the disappointments, it's the most disappointing.
0: To I, me. I, I don't think more. so, uh, especially because, you know, everybody excited, all five guys returning from last season. Exactly. All five guys didn't play together. They There was never one game where all five of those guys played in the same game. And that's uh, why and I some of them got Abe hurt. Hoy because
1: he didn't play the most, and then he came in and he played. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Carter
0: one. Warren, your star left tackle, goes down. You know that was a problem yeah. in, in several games early. Uh, it, it, but you know, despite you know some some of the issues, yeah, you know, to me, uh, there was it was just bad execution in, in a couple games, namely some turnovers. Uh, you know, that Georgia Tech game, that oh. that Louisville game, you know, Georgia Tech, yeah, they played bad that game, but, you know, you, you have a couple back-to-back fumbles uh, in, l- late in the game and give Georgia Tech a short field and you end up losing, you know, it, whenever you're not playing good, it, if you make those kind of mistakes, you know, Uh, you're going to lose the game. And I I have to think if they don't fumble the ball like that, I think they end up winning the game against Louisville. They had, you know, several red zone possessions in that first half uh, and fumbled the ball several times uh, and had, uh, you know, had a bad interception from Slovis in that game in the red zone. You know, if if you get points on those drives and, and, and pick goes up, yeah a couple scores you know they probably hang on to win that game uh it, to me you know this was uh, very close to being a a, a 10 and 2 team mm. uh it was really just just some bad turnovers uh and you know, and a lot of bad turnovers it's not it's not like the north carolina game uh yeah there was a critical fumble in that game they end up losing but you know, it was the multi turnover games that just absolutely killed them. Uh, you know, when you're losing the turnover margin, you know, by you know, your minus four or minus three in those games, that's that's why you lost. Uh and yeah, I'm not sure what you do about that. You know, we talked about it all year. You know, I mean I, what can you do? I mean it's just bad ball security. So you're and, saying it's it's running backs coach Andre Powell's fault. He's No, the no, I'm winning. not saying that. I'm saying, you know The guys, you know, fumbled the ball. Uh, There was bad security, some bad interceptions from Slovis at at times, particularly in those games. Uh, And, and, you know, as good as Pitt's defense was, you know, they didn't make the huge play to get the ball back either. Uh, So it it goes both ways. Uh, I think if they don't have, you know, the turnover disasters in, in those games, you know, you know, they're, they're a 10 and two team and, and or you know at least 9 and 3 and i think everybody's looking at this season a, a lot a lot a lot differently
1: i i agree with the turnovers as well in addition maybe it's personal to me with the offensive line but you're right that is the glaring issue and those were glaring issues and moments in games that really stood out of course for the pit losses this year
0: as a former offensive lineman, I could see how you're extra of course, critical of that position. Ab-
1: of course, especially with so many returning players, but they couldn't really, you're right, get healthy together and uh, be consistent. Uh, but, you know, that's the bad. And, yeah, Pitt ends up uh, what, eight and four and you're going to the Sun Bowl. None of us like the Sun Bowl. It's not a good bowl game.
0: Uh, it, It's a classic
1: uh it's, it's bowl an old, game not not a easy I, place to get just to. because it's an old bowl game doesn't
0: mean it's a classic they don't call it the sun bowl classic the, <laughs> to me to me it's a classic i mean it there's a lot of games that bowl games out there right now that are not classics <laughs> it, the, the, i
1: think this is one of them but no yeah. it's not, this is one of the oldest bowls just because it's old doesn't mean it's classic that's what I'm saying. I'd rather be in the Jimmy Kimmel bowl, but that's just me. Just because Is that a thing? Yeah, it's the Jimmy Kimmel something or other bowl. Who's, who's in, playing in that one? I think it's too I don't know. There's a bar stool bowl too. I think Idaho's in it or something. Yeah, they got <laughs> you could I mean it's not the Chris Bickle 97 head coach type of name for like <laughs> you know it's these bowl games are getting interesting with the names Pitt's of the sun bowl and they are bowling and they ended up the season whooping on Miami. I mean, just seeing where, where they are compared to that school feels good to me, feels good to (laughs) me where Pitt is at comparatively to other ACC teams, a more consistent program, even though they didn't repeat or even get back to that game Uh, in North Carolina. They still, I think are one of the more consistent teams uh, and Pat Narduzzi, I, I, you know, you get frustrated, but I just think it's, it's good to, that Pitt has a resilient coach who can rally players the way he, I think he did, uh, around after injuries, miscommunications, just maybe even poor, poor preparation on his and his staff's and to regroup and finish the season off that the way they did, uh, was a, a good surprise to me, but not yeah. the best surprise of the season, which to me was Izzy Abanakanda. I thought he was good. I thought he was going to be a solid running back. I did not expect him to be first team All-American, Vince. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: he he put it all together for, for sure. There's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, record-setting weeks. Uh, for him I cannot uh, believe in
1: my lifetime I saw someone break a Tony Dorset record and now I could go into any bar in Pittsburgh and 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 talk about it like I like it's my contemporary like all those old geezers do whenever we're <laughs> hanging out at Jay Goff's or something
0: yeah yeah you could do that um uh, yeah I may go I may go with well see I wasn't really that surprised I, I knew he had it in him uh, First I, team
1: All American. I mean, yeah. he's
0: probably just a hair under getting a
1: Heisman invite if they weren't so stingy with those and <laughs> thirsty for QBs this
0: year. And and I well, I I don't know. I, it's you could say maybe him. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I mean, I I you know in terms like defensively, I think they played you know a, extremely well. You know, for the most part. You know, this year, I don't think there's a ton that you could really be uh, really complain about. I, I would um, say MJ Devonshire's Shire consistency did, as just a big playmaker, not like yeah. Yeah, I guess I
1: will go with that. yeah,
0: that that's a good one there. Uh, certainly, a, a kid that you know made the most of his opportunities, and and, and it's going to be a a big uh, a big piece of this defense next year for sure. Yeah, there's there, there's plenty of good to, to pick out good morsels
1: from this season. Of course, um, you know everybody's going to sour on the fact that Pitt didn't get back to the ACC championship. It's college football. It's win now or we'll fire you, and we'll even hire some loudmouth moron like Dion Sanders, Colorado. My goodness, that that what he's going to do to that program is might it might be criminal. Not like legitimately criminal but they're going to be so bad how how much worse
0: could they get they only won one game uh, exactly you'll see you're gonna find out <laughs> I don't know I I well I, I'm really not sure what to think about all that maybe we'll talk about it some other
1: time I, it's just fun to see like where the grass is greener where their hope is and what what's going on at Pitt consistency that's what I'm telling you there's chaos all over this world yeah. of college football what we got going on at Pitt I do not. I don't take it for granted. I don't know about anybody else, but that's that's why a season like this. It, it's it was a punch to the gut already during the losses, but in the end, you're able to reflect a little. And I enjoyed it. I think what we got out of it was uh, pretty good football. We're going to see a lot of the, the pit players go to the NFL, do good things. And you know, overall, this season it had its ups, its downs. For me, my favorite moment of the season, Vince. I mean, had to be Izzy breaking Tony Dorset's records, really, in one game. It was insane. Oh, to I, 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 I think, think it's got to be.
0: I think it's got to be Devonshire's pick six against WVU.
1: Every I mean, week one, yeah, that's, yeah, I, I, I think so. It's, yeah, I mean because we' I, I, I'm trying to not be biased because we were I was there at least and you you went to more games obviously than I did one game this year it was great what a moment memorable but that's history I legitimately never thought I would see
0: anything like that that's insane to me uh, Wow well, and, and I don't uh, think it's talked about enough well I I don't I, I don't think it's that I mean Pitt believe it or not has had a share of guys that have rushed for 200 yards plus In games, not necessarily three hundred. Yes, but we've touchdowns. Yeah, we've seen you know, you know, a Quadri rush for you know, God knows how many yards on Virginia Tech. I mean, we've seen performances like that. You know, as I said, is he the guy that has that kind of ability, break off those big runs? Uh, and that was against Virginia Tech, too. That yep. team just cannot stop anybody. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. Th- the thing
1: about it, too, though, is it, sure, Dan Marino's <laughs> records getting broken isn't a big deal. Sorry, Kenny. I love you. But this is modern football. And all those records are are being broken at every school, passing records, rushing the way he did in that game. I, that's just yeah. very rare these days. Stood out the most. But
0: what was the worst
1: moment then?
0: Oh, uh, Oh, Georgia Tech, by far, uh, just, you know, just coming out so flat in that game, just, you know, know, constantly giving the ball away. That that just, I I know that's not like one single play, but that was just so depressing. And Yeah. yeah, at that time, it felt like they could rebound to have a very good season. And yeah, they just just. Just gave it away, well, it's the moment there. the conference was lost, yeah, for sure well, no, I, I I disagree with that because technically they, no, but honestly, <laughs> it was over yeah. Yeah.
1: i i i I've actually shocked you didn't say. When Slovis got hurt against Tennessee, you've referenced it all
0: year long. Yeah, well, we d- we don't know we don't know what that meant. Uh, it, it wasn't good at the time. We had no idea what was happening. Uh, that was that was just dev- that was devastating as well. But even then, they they still you know even despite how you know uh, bad he looked for for several weeks, it still wasn't bad enough uh, in my opinion. Uh, to have a complete disaster of, this, of a season, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they yes, they lost some games they should have, but they did rebound to win uh, some games during the season that, you know, that that were tough battles. You know, I
1: I haven't been in a Pittsburgh a watering hole or sports restaurant in a while, Vince, but I still have my sources, and I heard people around town still saying even the season's with the season over, still the worst thing that happened all year. Was uh, Patty getting hurt in that bowl game? That was the that's what a lot of people are still talking about. Well, Underrated, yeah. maybe st- worst of 2022 moments.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably true.
1: <laughs> Who knows what would have happened?
0: Uh, but he might have a chance. Oh, him
1: getting hurt.
0: Yeah, him getting hurt in the Tennessee game is maybe the the moment that we should all be saying was the you know the big deal because you know if he doesn't get hurt in that game, maybe they beat Tennessee. Yeah, maybe, you know, we don't see Slovis the rest of the year, uh, because of how, how good Patty may have been playing. I I mean, i I think it's, you know, Patty uh you know when he's came in in, in, in certain spots, he's played very well. Who knows what the offense would have looked like, but uh uh but yeah, that maybe that's the, the biggest uh the worst moment of the year. Patty going down.
1: It's, it, let us know at h2p show or email us You know that there's many opinions that might be a less common one but i think it's valid it's all worth arguing do you think there's people on on the pitter i'm trying to be devil's advocate there's people saying the worst decision they made all year was bringing in slovis square peg round hole
0: some people are probably saying that now uh it, well people have been saying that for several months uh you know ever since uh yeah Ever since they lost that uh, in the Georgia Tech game, for sure. People are saying that.
1: Well, seeing how Narduzzi put this team together, how he's going to put next year's team together, how he's recruiting, how they played this year, Signetti's first year. The question then you have here on our rundown is are we still going in the right direction, uh, even though it wasn't an ACC championship appearance or, or win? And uh, well short of that, is Pitt still. Living on that momentum of the championship season, Vincent, are they still pushing forward? Um, I think actually, yes. A few weeks ago, I would have said no, but the way they finished the season, seeing how Narduzzi's manipulating transfer portal players, uh, who leaves, who who leaves, who comes in, and still how he's recruiting well, at least on the defensive side of the ball, I think Pitt is still headed in in a positive direction to be competitive in the ACC and always contend and be a nuisance at least, uh, to, to most teams.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. The, the defense is just consistently good and yeah, they're going to lose some players, uh, for, from from this year. Um, you know, guys going to the NFL, but I, I still expect there to be, you know, uh, sufficient, you know, talent returning, Uh, guys that have been waiting in the wings for a while. Uh, It'll be their time to shine, you know, an Elliott Donald, an Akai Johnson. But at the same time, you know, with how well they've been recruiting, you know, and, and filling in guys, defensive line, defensive backs, you know, eventually those guys have turned out to be good players. So I, I, at right now, I don't think we have any reason not to expect that. So, so the defense should be solid again, um, and offensively, you know, you got a lot of, uh, you got a lot of offensive linemen returning. Uh, You're going to at least have some of your skill position players back, uh, which I do think need to be improved. And you know, I, I think this offense, uh, I, it just. Like you said, square peg, round hole. I don't think we really ever got a feel for what this offense could be as far as potential.
1: Yeah, and the the fact that Pitt's losing big-name players and then they're filling, they're filling in those roles like they did this year with Jordan Addison, for example, I think every team's going to lose players that people like, players that are looking good either to the NFL or to the transfer portal. It's just the nature of the game now but it's how you react. And I think Pitt reacted well. They supplemented Jordan Addison's All-American Bolitnikoff winning season with an All-American running back instead and in a running game that was uh, pretty dominant uh, for most of the season. So uh, they flipped the the philosophy a little bit. We knew that was going to happen with Signetti. I think uh, in terms of him coming in, he did all right, especially for a first year with a – transfer quarterback. Um, Offensively, there's still a lot of room to grow. I think defensively, Pitt is, I think, stellar and a place people want to come play. So um, there's a lot for Narduzzi to continue to sell uh, young players on. Uh, He, I think, is proving to be a pretty, uh, I'm not going to say a savant or an ace in the transfer portal, but he's uh, smart and shrewd and is doing okay. I think he, there's it, Jordan Addison was a gut punch off season last year, but, and who knows what's to come, but I just think Narduzzi's good at reacting and, uh, and making up for losses in that regard too, which is what everyone's going to be talking about for again, every team across the board is going to deal with this. So it's how you react. And I think so far yeah. Narduzzi gets the passing grade. He's doing all right there.
0: Yeah. In terms of, you know, I I'd say he's, you know, Jordan Addison aside, I think he's he's one out uh, in terms of, of of transfer transfer portal players. Yeah, and like again, the receiving core that came in to, and replaced the
1: passing game last year not as good, obviously. But Wayne did a good job as a leader. We knew he would be co- the most consistent player. Mumpfield showed flashes, but wasn't ready to be a, you know a superstar in his first season at Pitt. And you know, Bub means better. Had- he's a wild player. You always, he's a wild card. We knew he'd be a wild card, uh, but you know, there, it wasn't it, like they were unusable and they made some big plays through the season.
0: And I was going to say, I mean, you know, how much of that? Yeah. I don't think the receivers played particularly well this year, um, but also in terms of the passing game, how much is that as the receivers, how much of it is Slovis? Um, you know, cause. And the offensive it, line. Well, and the offensive line. I mean, if if you look at some of these receivers, you know, we talked about Jalen Barden, Jaden Bradley. Uh, We thought those guys were going to be able to be big contributors. Those guys couldn't even get on the field uh, a lot of times. You know, Bradley had some disagreements with the coaches transferring midseason. Barden. uh couldn't learn the playbook or or whatever it was. I mean, you know, there were several times we saw when he was out there lined up in the wrong spot, Slovis yelling at him. Uh, you know, it just did not work out, uh, there at all. Uh, and it, you know, the receivers, you know, behind them, I guess are, you know, were, were too young and too inexperienced to get in the game. And, and that, uh, you know, so you really had to just rely on your top three guys and, you know, And you you said you had two guys coming in that just didn't all mesh together. And, and, you know, if you look around college football, you know, elite receivers, you know, can just do so much for your team. If they could just run away from everybody and get open, you don't need to be a super accurate quarterback to get them the ball. Uh, That is not what Pitt had here. (laughs) It seemed like now there are people, you know, that you're that are, you know, studying film and saying, oh, look, they, you know, they scheme this guy open and, and, you know, Slovis just didn't see him. And I think there's a lot of that, too. Uh, So we will see in a new system uh, a player that knows this system very well, uh, how that's going to transpire. But, you know, if we're looking towards next year, you know, I think the receivers need to step up their game a lot. You know, they, we can't just rely on the quarterback. Quarterback's extremely important, but I think these receivers got to step up. And I'm talking about that whole wide receiver room from top to bottom. You know, Jared Wayne, obviously excellent at the top, but, you know, the guys below him, even the guys below him, Mumfield and Bub Means, we need more of those guys uh, to do better and get involved.
1: Couldn't agree more. Tyquan Underwood, too. Coach him up a, yeah, a little bit exactly, better. exactly. Get, a, get them ready to not just be... Contributors, but f- big factors in the game, dangers to defenses, which they kind of really weren't this year. um And also, I want to see a more mobile quarterback, but I don't know. Are we getting that in Jerko? Jerko? Is Jerkovic going to come in? He's had plenty of injuries. Are we getting yeah. damaged goods again at quarterback? Is what I'm hoping we aren't getting. That's one concern I have in terms of changes coming to pit. I want to see more mobility at the quarterback position next year. Vince, I don't know about you. That was desperately being missed this year.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you on, on that. Um, you need that in college football. Uh, yeah, you do. You do. And I don't know what, uh, um, I don't know what we're going to be getting as far as athleticism is concerned. You know, as you said, Alan, you know, you know, injuries and all that kind of stuff. But if you know the system, And you take away a lot of indecisiveness, you could get a lot faster, or you could at least appear to be a lot faster for sure. And maybe that's going to be the difference. Uh, You know, just just not waiting that extra half second to take off. More familiarity is a change that would be nice to
1: see, too. More comfort, more comfortability from the pit offense next year. But, you know, here we are. Pitt still has one game left to play, and it is. A banger of a bowl game, I think. Pitt oh, yeah. versus UCLA is one of the best <laughs> matchups. Not college football playoff or New Year's Six or whatever. Uh, outside of all that, it's one of the best, most exciting matchups
0: on paper. If you ask me, Chip Kelly versus Pat Narduzzi defense, uh, Alan. I I I feel very confident in saying that if this was a game where you know you didn't have players opting out. Uh, to get ready for the NFL. If you didn't have pl- players like Slovis who have already transferred before the game, you know, if both these teams were coming in here full strength. I have no doubt we would be at this game. Oh yeah, <laughs> for, for sure. And, and uh, some of our, our mutual friends would probably be at this game too. Uh, Some big UCLA supporters that, that we we loaf with.
1: Oh yeah, we got we got we got a lot of on the line in this one. Even though it's it, yeah, it's a bowl game. No matter what, even if players are leaving, transferring, whatever. Uh, yeah, and it would it would be fun. I encourage. I, I we were you know I was joking about the Sun Bowl a little bit. It is a lesser bowl to me, but it's in El Paso. They have a lot of Whataburgers there. Good oh, barbecue. Oh. <laughs> you could have a good time if you're a Pitt fan. I encourage you to go. So we have the support there. I won't be making it. I think I'll be, but I'll still be in
0: Europe during that one Vince, i don't think I, you are you think uh i'll be back <laughs> it's december 30th i oh, think you'll be back <laughs>
1: uh, I, I don't know there's a lot of talk about maybe just c- celebrating christmas and krampus here krampus knocked. <laughs> since we're close to germany we'll
0: <laughs> just be careful um
1: Pitt, yeah well, in the sun bowl against yeah. ucla but we don't know who the quarterback's gonna be
0: no we do not uh n- Nick Patty, uh, or Nate Yarnell. We, we will see, uh, I, I would think if Patty is 100%, uh, I would think he would be the guy here. Uh, Yarnell, very interesting here with all the quarterback recruiting Pitt is doing, uh, you know, at the, at the high school level in the transfer portal. Uh, I, what is Nate Yarnell's role here uh you know next season is he still gonna be here i don't know he's the uh, nick patty he's the next nick patty he, he very well may be uh I, it i'm out, man i'm i'm very intrigued by you know what the you know uh you know as far as who is the quarterback here i mean if yarnell is not part of the future how can you know you don't want a, a lame duck uh guy going out there and and, and starting a game for you Uh, but you know, I, I think, you know, as much as we talk about these bowl games being meaningless games, you know, you still want to go out there and win. It's still big for perception of the program. and, And if Nick Patty is the guy that gives you, uh, the best chance to win, I think he's the guy that should go out there and play. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hoping it's Nick Patty. I really am. Uh, We know Yarnell is most likely not going to be the starting quarterback next year. So I don't think it's, you know, it's not like he needs the reps for, 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 you know, because he's going to be the starter next year. That's not what we have. Uh, so I, am I'm, I'm hoping it's Patty. I'm hoping he's hundred percent ready to go. And, and, you know, he's, you know, he's stuck around all this time. He's worked hard, you know, when he's played, he's looked good. And he, he had that devastating moment in the peach bowl last year. He deserves to go out there and, and put on a big show for the panel oh,
1: as an old school, Nick Patty head, I've been there since day one, cheering the guy on loving his play, appreciating all of his contributions. I, have said before, I don't believe he'll ever play in another game for Pitt because <laughs> of his injuries and his reckless style of play. But damn it, if we get a chance to see him again, I'm rooting hard for it. I hope it happens, and I think the the odds are good if he's you know halfway healthy uh, enough to go out there, um, put him in. Uh, Yarnell playing would be interesting. He, he, similar what build and and style to dracovic right he's a big statuesque quarterback i guess he's, yeah. and you know getting the reps won't hurt him it does help you to have multiple good quarterbacks at any university and players are going to have to realize that and you know they s- stick it out wait it out for big moments like nick patty has gotten just bad luck i think has gotten him not poor play uh kind of Dampened his the what could have been the, what could have been of his college career. Yeah, uh, interesting to see what Yarnell does, especially if he's in the room with Patty all the time. Someone seeing someone like him grind it out, stick it out, stay true, and you know just wait his turn, Um, even if it rarely or never comes. That'll be interesting to see. It's this fun case study, I think, in modern college football. What Yate and Yarnell does. Uh so as a really hardcore Nick Patty fan though, I'm rooting for Patty to start that game, Vince. And I think he'll give Pitt the best chance to win if he's yeah, I do. at least 85% healthy. Uh but they will be short on defense as well. No all-American Kalijah Cansey in this one.
0: Yep, yep. He he he's uh he's had some sort of shoulder surgery. Um, so he will be out for the game. Uh other than that, uh, you know, I haven't really heard a whole lot about we we haven't heard uh, anything about any other uh, you know new injuries or your players opting out. Uh, we, we I guess we will see that uh, in the weeks to come. Here um, we don't know too much about the other side either. Uh, UCLA, you know, DTR is he going to be playing in this game? Uh, Chardonnay is he going to be playing in this game? I guess we we will have to see. What about Jake uh, Bobo? Is he playing? I. Uh, that's another guy. I don't know. Um, yeah, ha- I haven't. I haven't really, really looked up on any of that. I'm, I'm sure we probably won't have too much information on it uh, until we get closer to the game. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wish these two teams were going in this game full strength. Uh, it would be one of the games of the year. Uh, but it's it's still going to be fun to watch. I, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, we need to get like some
1: stakes going for these bowl games to not. Not lose so many good players, bonuses for the players if they play. uh Besides, you know who cares about a wristwatch and a PS Five? You want you got to pay these guys to play in these bowl games or something. Get these corporate sponsors to hook them up. Come on, Jimmy Kimmel, where are you at? You got your name on the bowl game. <laughs> pay a player to actually play in it. Something like that. I don't know, but yeah, we're gonna we're seeing. Watered down versions of these twenty twenty two versions of Pitt and UCLA in that game, but it's going to be fun nonetheless. I still, I think it's a- still think it's a banger of a bowl game. Yeah, cannot wait for it. Uh, we'll preview it. We got some times to to wait for information to come yeah. in, so we're not going to pick it or anything just yet. But I'd say at least matchup wise, it's one of the most exciting bowl games to me for Pitt in a while. In terms of who the opponent is, personal, yeah. growing up in Los Angeles to myself, I'm excited for this. I've always rooted against UCLA, despise them. I fight on when it comes <laughs> to LA football teams, so they could kick rocks, and I can't wait to see Pitt
0: whoop on them. Oh, I mean, if you think about some of the teams that Pitt's played recently Stanford, Northwestern, Michigan State, just like. <sighs> just <laughs> just, oh my god you know finally somebody exciting maybe we don't maybe we're not maybe we're going to regret that <laughs> uh, come come uh december 30th but we'll we'll see I, i'm so excited for it
1: so we'll be breaking it down as we get closer to the sun bulb and the 2022 season isn't in the rear view just yet but we got our review in there vince it's good to recap it all and now looking ahead uh, in terms of the portal and players coming in recruiting wise real quick uh, we know slovis is gone real quick where do you think he goes
0: i man hey you know it is hard to say will it be
1: a division one football team
0: yes Yes. absolutely Uh,
1: uh i had a lot of friends and or family members i believe it was Distant cousins who don't really follow Pitt even text me. Who the hell's gonna want that guy when they sent me a screenshot of Slovis transfers? Uh, I, to? I have
0: you know, I have a feeling he's gonna go someplace like SMU or or Memphis and throw for just like a billion yards. No way. He <laughs> watch. But I think he's gonna go to Arizona State
1: back home. That's my yeah.
0: Opinion. I could see that. There. Yeah. yeah. That that that's very
1: possible. I know he's not going to play for Dion. He already has his quarterback. Yeah, he's bringing his Louis. Uh Djurkovic is coming to uh, Pitt, though, and that was, I gotta say, kind of predictable. I, I mean, at the beginning of the year, maybe not, because he's still promising. BC could have done things, but injuries, you know, and seeing who's on the Pitt staff, it's the there was that's kind like, of always.
0: That's like a rumor somebody started in like the middle of the season when, when Slovis was doing bad and then and it ended up being true. And then <laughs> they manifested it. I I swear there's somewhere
1: deep in a dark place on the Panther lair. Someone posted Dracovic's coming home. Yeah. In in probably August. And it they they got to share they got to screenshot it and send it to everybody. Someone called it. It just feels right and it makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very it's interesting. I mean, this is a quarterback that Pitt fans really wanted coming out of high school. He didn't My di-
1: wife even said, doesn't follow recruiting, but she said, "You think if Pitt was a Jesuit school like BC, they would have got him."
0: <laughs> yeah, he he didn't give uh he didn't give uh Pitt the time of day. Goes to Notre Dame. Uh n- Relatively no action there. Uh, heads over to Boston College. Had 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 some some success, uh, but as you said, Alan, a lot of injuries. Um, so yeah, yeah, him staying healthy is going to be absolutely critical. Uh, you know, he knows this system. Um, it, it, it it's a big jump off point for sure. Uh, h- how do you feel about bringing in Dracovic, even though it's only going to be a one year situation? I'll say
1: honest, my honest uh, thoughts on it are the excitement level, not as high as what I was hoping for from Slovis, just because I guess I know Dracovic's injury history a lot more intimately and I've watched him more and I've seen his ceiling, but I've also seen his style of play and it's, it's thrilling. He's fun to watch. He's a good player. I think he will rally players around him better than Slovis was, uh, But in terms of like the numbers and the hype behind him, I just, it's not, it's not where I was at with with Slovis coming in, but that doesn't really matter at all, does it? Because Slovis came in and didn't really perform up to that expectation. Uh, Dracovic, though, as a Pittsburgh guy, someone we've actually coveted for a while, someone who's proven he could be a high-quality, high-level college quarterback. Uh, the potential's there, but now I guess, maybe because of the Slovis experiment,
0: my expectations are tempered. Yeah, I, I, it's it, the fact that he knows the system, though, I, th- I, think you, I think we're maybe a little bit more wise to expect a little bit more. I mean, I think from from Slovis, you know, I, I think we expect a lot, f- or wrongly expected it was going to mesh, you know, from day one, and then also at the end of the day, it didn't appear that maybe the system w- was was what was working for him. Uh, although they tried a number of different things, it just none of it appeared to work. I I, I don't know. Uh, I I got I got high expectations. I guess I have to say that. Uh, uh, for, for what we have here, because, you know, he, he, I don't, I don't think there should be any excuse, uh, for, for, you know, this to, this to fail, you know, barring any injuries. So are you putting a, a 10
1: game, uh, mandate on Jurkovic at Pitt? That's his expectation. Uh, no, then? I don't, I don't think we
0: could say that. I, I think, um, well, I I will give that prediction probably next summer. Uh let's see what this team looks like. Uh it's going to be a tough schedule for sure. Uh you're going to be traveling the Morgantown, you're you're going to be traveling the South Bend. Uh you're going to have a, a Cincinnati team uh coming here, uh a tough a, a very tough and rising Florida State team coming here. Uh it's not going to be uh not not an easy schedule by any stretch, so um, but we'll see. I, I, I think, uh, this, you know, certainly some other position groups need to get better in order to help him out. But, um, the fact that he's comfortable with the system, I think is a huge plus. So Pitt will have a
1: brand new quarterback with a, well, he, uh, not new he's been around, but he's going to a new room with a new view. He's coming home and, uh, Slovis, Best of luck in his future endeavors. Uh, as for the future of Pitt at quarterback post-Jracovic, uh, there, there's some
0: croutons and committing yeah. going on right now. Yeah, Vince. high school uh uh prep star Ty Diffenbosch, uh six foot five, Alan, two hundred pounds, uh, from California. This kid was committed uh to UNLV. Um, but, uh, some coaching changes there and coach Signetti jumped on him, uh, three-star prospect from rivals.com, if that means anything. So, uh, not, uh, not a, a huge offer sheet, uh, but, but some decent ones in there. So we'll see, they obviously like this kid, uh, supposedly a decent athlete, uh, for his size. Uh, so. Uh, he'll, you know, this is somebody that I don't think we're going to be seeing for a couple years, but, uh, but he'll be, he'll be on the roster. We'll, we'll see what he does. Uh, and there's also, uh, this coach Signetti is not done there. Uh, not just, uh, uh, he's two guys. He's going after a third. It seems like, uh, a lot of smoke around Penn state quarterback transfer, Christian Vier, I believe is how that is pronounced. Uh, a a French Canadian uh, at, at Penn State, um, uh, looking the transfer now. Alan, uh, you know, from everything I've seen, uh, he is not the only guy uh, that they are pursuing. Uh, it, uh, there is a, a large list of you know quarterbacks of the younger variety in the transfer portal. He is just one, uh, and kind of uh, local by proximity uh, right now. Uh, and so he's kind of got the most, uh, uh, the most hype around him at the moment, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me if there's somebody else involved, but it does look like they are after, uh, another quarterback there, uh, to, you know, maybe compete for the backup position, uh, with Nate Yarnell. So, um, that's going to be maybe another, fox in the, in the hen house that's exact- too. yes <laughs> which is Coming i think very i i think that's important to have uh, a fox guard in the hen house mm-hmm. that could be christian here uh we'll see and if they do bring in another quarterback uh does nate yarnell go looking for other opportunities i mean that's that spring competition is going to be big I'll, t- I'll tell you that right now uh especially for that backup position uh it'll be interesting to see uh, how that all shakes out, regardless of what happens, uh, you know, the rest of the way here. I don't think, or in rest of this year at least, I don't think we're going to fully know what this uh, whole quarterback room is going to look like until June of next <laughs> year and of next year uh, and coaches and, and players alike know that what you
1: know, what they're getting into. I don't think fans are up, up to speed no. yet on it, Vince yeah. with the transfer portal. But what you got to realize is this is, these are not long-term relationships ever, ever. They're no one's committed when they're committed. Yeah. They're committed for that, that short period of time. And coaches are always swiping left and right in the transfer yes, portal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Players are always on the lookout for greener pastures and you shouldn't fault anybody for it because uh, you could get crazy stories like Joe Burrow and uh, you could get big flops, which we see a lot of. So uh, just got to take it as a fan, I think, and and just keep your eye on it and enjoy it. I, I mean, there's there's plenty of stories where you see people hitting in the transfer portal. Hell, look at Tennessee taking a Virginia Tech quarterback and heading Hurt hooker. Uh, and, and I mean, pulling their program out of the ashes so Pitt could hit.
0: Yeah, I, well, I was going to say you brought up Hendon Hooker. I'm going to bring up one as well. Michael Penix, Jr., uh, uh, quarterback at Washington right now. Uh, you know, he had a, a pretty good season at Indiana a couple years ago. His offensive coordinator leaves, goes to Washington. He's still at Indiana, has a subpar year. Uh, everybody forgets about him. He transfers to Washington, gets reunited with his offensive coordinator, and they were the top passing offense in the country. Uh, so hopefully Pitt can replicate that uh, with Frank Signetti and Phil, Phil Dracovic. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah, As you said, you never know uh, what, what's quite uh, going to happen. Uh, in this transfer portal, it's just just absolutely wild, A- absolutely wild. I don't know how anybody could possibly follow all this. Uh, you know, I've I've been reading today all all these players that Pitt may be looking uh, to try to snag in the transfer portal. You know, we're getting to the end of the you know this first signing day in the recruiting cycle. Uh, players they're going after. We'll be talking about that in coming weeks. Uh, right now, we're going to just talk about what we do know. Uh, a few players, they're going to be transferring out. Uh, we got Jaden Barden, uh, wide receiver, Judson Talender, uh safety, Khalil Anderson, defensive back, Sam Williams, uh, defensive lineman. Uh, Alan, are you concerned about any of these guys leaving? No. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not either. I will say, uh, you know, Talendeer, uh, I thought was a, a decent depth guy there. You know, he did get on the field. Um, but uh, you know, and Khalil Anderson, a defensive back, this guy, a lot, a lot of hype around him out of high school, uh, would have liked to seen him, yeah, uh, you know, stick it out maybe another year and see, uh, see him develop. But, you know, if there's any position that Pat Narduzzi has been able to pull, uh, you know, you know, just anybody, it it seems like, uh, and make them, uh, you know, get them ready to go to the NFL with its defensive back. Uh, so it's going to be interesting, especially, you know, Eric Hallett, Brandon Hill, do any of those guys go to the NFL? Are they going to be back? Uh, but you know, the backup safeties, the, the, that appeared to, you know, beat out these guys, PJ O'Brien, Javon McIntyre, those guys were playing pretty well at the end of the season, made some pretty big plays in the, you know, Duke game, uh, Miami game. So Uh, I I think the the secondary will still be in good hands.
1: Yeah, you really cannot worry about any players leaving. After seeing Jordan Addison go and, you know, he thrived, Pitt survived. uh, You know, it's just easy come, easy go. I say with any transfers out and in terms of coming in, it's just it's you're hopeful and Pitt's going to get transfer portals coming in players coming in too so uh this in terms of the rundown not too shabby so far it's no not losing jordan addison so and uh, don't worry i would have been devastated if they lost a player uh like devin danielson he's
0: already gone he's leaving right he's graduating uh, no i think he still has some he could have a covid year of el- eligibility left that, that's yeah There there are a number of guys out there because uh, he's not he's not just a player anymore he's a
1: recruiting tool <laughs> you he you should just show the meme of him now if every who doesn't want to go play with a crazy ass teammate like him <laughs> come on
0: yeah That that is a big yeah sell. Th- there are a number of guys that, that we don't know uh you know uh, that you know could be at the end of their eligibility uh or could come back for one more year you know covid type guys and then we also have uh some other players like a Savasier Dennis, a uh, Kalijah Kansi, a Habakuk Baldonado, those guys going to go to the NFL. Uh, you know, Haba. he was recently uh, uh, accepted to the, the Shrine game. So that does not mean he's leaving. That uh, just means, you know, he could choose to play uh, in, in that game. So we, uh, we'll, we'll see uh, in the coming weeks uh, who's going to be going to the NFL, who's not uh where this team stands for next year.
1: If you have guys like Devin Danielson smashing his skull with a football helmet on the sidelines in the last game of the year that really means nothing, <laughs> uh, that that means Pat Narduzzi fires his players up and gets them to want to play football.
0: Well I mean that, I mean when you're when you're someone from TJ and you've been coached by Bill Chirpak, you're gonna play hard 110% regardless of, of what the situation is.
1: I mean, there's guys, there are plenty of players that played at that high school that I see in the parking lots before pit games, doing the same thing with beer. Oh, cans. they're maniacs. It's, yeah, they they're are nuts. And they're, I love them. Uh, so there you go. Uh, looking forward to the transfer portal, recruiting, the NFL draft, the XFL, who knows with pit players leaving, coming and going, uh, basketball's underway as well. Vince yeah. And, uh, not doing too
0: bad. Yeah, they, they've been playing better. Uh they had a three game losing streak, you know, lost that that very close game to VCU. But uh since then they have actually done pretty good. They you know, they beat Northwestern by a lot. Uh and they um you know, they beat NC State, surprisingly. Uh in their first uh conference game. Uh they got Vanderbilt tonight, another power five game here. Uh good measuring stick contest. Uh so we'll see. Uh, pretty. Uh, uh, you know, they're 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 getting better, I guess, as they they learn to play together. They look they look like they're having fun out there, which is important. yes. And
1: Vanderbilt tonight: a preview of the future ACC SEC challenge yes. games we're going to see, and uh, a Pitt LSU game, hopefully down the road. I'm
0: really <laughs> for. I can't wait. <laughs> that just me. can't wait for that one. I did not even I don't even think about that. That's just me. Soccer, men's soccer, Allen in the final four, uh, going up against Indiana. Uh, I believe that's this Friday night. Uh, big game uh, for, for the Panthers there. You know, you know, back to back big seasons in, in soccer. They keep getting closer to that national championship. We'll see if they can if they can do it. Uh, I'll be tuning into that one. And, and volleyball back in the Sweet 16 again, looking to make another Final Four run. This year, they got the Florida Gators uh, this Thursday, Alan. That's going to be a tough matchup. Uh, Those gals from the uh, swamp—they're—they're tough volleyball players down there. Uh, And if they win that one, it'll either be uh, Wisconsin or Penn State, two other big-time volleyball programs. So, you know, they got a murderer's row they got to go through. uh, But I think they could do it and get back to that Final Four. And who knows? Maybe a shot at the national title.
1: I, I cannot wait for that final four game against Indiana in soccer, too. I mean, the bad taste in my mouth from the World Cup, Vince, I'm really hoping that Friday can cure a little bit of that. Uh, nothing totally will. I'm here in England right now. It's insanity. They think they're winning it all. They think it's coming home. Hopefully Pitt can win a national championship. Give me that same feeling. I uh, well. I I mean England's not winning it first of all we know that but th- let's just I think Pitt legitimately can win it all
0: uh this is a tough one though on Friday I'm I'm definitely watching it in yep. and following. cannot yeah Indiana perennial power so uh best of luck to the panthers
1: okay so we are having a good time we're back here it's the holiday season uh people are cheerful. I'm, I'm going to Christmas markets here in Europe, Vince. They're great. I don't know about you in town. I'll be there in a few weeks. Is is is, is it is tis the season? Is it tis, is it feeling like Christmas there? Yeah, yet? it is. Yep. Yeah. good, good. Uh, it's not on the pitter though.
0: Can you explain what internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets and to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. <laughs> but we're a good darn football team. I'm proud of these guys.
1: Zelda's open roof on Panther Lair. We were all super excited about Slovis. Let's remember that before we start looking for Sh- sugar bowl tickets for 2023.
0: Yeah, I agree. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can't. Uh, I can't disagree. Uh, but I don't think anybody's hyping up Drakovic that much, at least from what I've seen.
1: Yeah, you, you you put the brakes on it when I, I pressed you on 10 wins then. For, and, and you're on, on the wait and see. We all should be on the wait and see. I'm not texting anyone. I'm not jumping, saying, we got Jerko like I did. We got Slovis last year. <laughs> Embarrassingly, I'll admit it. Uh, so Zelda's open roof is correct. Don't get your Sugar Bowl tickets just yet. Uh, but maybe plan to go to New Orleans. It's fun. Panther ran on Panther Lair. Narduzzi made the mistake of thinking Slovis and Signetti's offense were a match. It cost the team at least two games and a chance to be ranked two years in a row with plenty of momentum to recruit the talent everyone here desires. So you th- that, that, that's someone saying the Slovis transfer get signing, whatever you want to call it, uh, was detrimental to the program. And the future of the program and recruiting and I,
0: everything—I don't know if I'd go that far, uh, but you know, yeah, yeah. We were talking about back-to-back ten-win seasons and and what that could do for the program, and and that you know, this was certainly a reason why it did not happen.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'll I'll say that's true uh, in terms of affecting Narduzzi getting players coming in and how he does the transfer portal. He's st- he apparently. Well, the previous commenter said heed the warning, but he landed another name brand quarterback at least in the transfer portal. So um I I'll I'll put a pause on judging how, just the severity and uh the just the terror of the t- a terrible decision to bring Slovis to Pitt, or if it even was terrible or just a blah decision. But really what other choices did Pitt have at quarterback? In 2022, other than Nick Patty, would we have liked that better? That's also another question we have to ask, but we don't have time to get into all of it. We have we have time the rest of the month. We're going to save it for later, Vince. But Pantheran does make some kind of point there, but I don't know if it's 100% accurate just yet. Time will tell. Okay, the Panther lair is not the holly jolliest place for Pit fans. Or excuse me, the Pitternet is not... The holly jolliest place for Pitt fans, but you said Pittsburgh's feeling pretty Christmassy right now, and uh, they're talking about Pitt right now and, and, and the hope of, of the future. I think right that it's already sinking in. People are looking forward to what the program can do, even after a, a not ten win season, eight and four.
0: Yeah, I think there's already some some optimism, and I think uh, I think it's only going to get bigger. I, I really do. Another Saturday coming, and the Panthers are playing. Time to find
1: out what the are saying. You know, I was hoping for a playoff game or some New Year's Bowl for Christmas this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you know, you you, you just play the cards you're dealt, you know. You know, a lot of injuries and that. Yeah, uh, At least they got that Pine Richland kid, though, through
1: the portal and that.
0: Yeah, he gotta be better than that, that pretty boy they had from Southern Cal. Hail to Pitt. what the are so that's what the inzers are saying uh we'll we'll see Djokovic. Jer- uh it feels like the theme of the show just a wait and see wait and see what this kid can do uh but i i am optimistic uh I, i'm not predicting any 10 wins or anything just yet but i'm optimistic what he can do uh with with insignetti's offense We'll see what other pieces that they add, Alan. I think that's also going to be very big. I think uh, uh, you know that Bartholomew guy is is somebody that you know could be a a massive weapon in in this offense. Uh, So I'm very excited about that. A uh, moment you shouldn't
1: forget this past year, too. I think l- lest we forget that Bartholomew kid and his amazing hurdle
0: that not enough people I don't people know if you've seen about. this, Alan. I'm going to have to show you. Uh, I'll have to send you this video. Uh, I saw it posted on Twitter. It was a uh, mashup of passes or, or plays, and it, it's Dracovic. Dropping back the pass, he throws it to the sideline. Then they cut to Bartholomew catching it. Oh, and, and he, and he yes, has that. We got Dracovic, yes. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, we'll uh, I, I, I'm i very excited for, for that, Matt. I know there's a lot of smoke around, you know, oh, is Bartholomew gonna leave? He hates this offense. Well, you know, maybe it was maybe it was just Slovis that was not throwing on the ball. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I would love to see. It appears that they're after some other immediate tight end help. Uh, it, that was, you know, whenever they had uh, Bartholomew and Kroll out there, they were both very effective. Um, so that that Aces. that is something love that it. is something to look forward to, especially if they could get Bartholomew uh, back in that HVAC role. Uh, but that's that's uh, we'll be discussing that further as we as we get towards uh, you know signing day here. Alan, a couple quick thoughts around the country. Uh, the season is finally coming to an end. And uh we got uh some college football playoffs we got to run down real quick.
1: Oh, college football. Don't you dare think you weren't gonna put TCU in that playoff. So happy we're gonna get to see Max Duggan. Oh, in the college football playoff, does he have a hope in hell of winning? No. I think George is going to run away with this yep. thing, Vince. But uh, it's good to see Sonny Dykes and
0: TCU get in, even though they blew it in the Big 12 title well, game. But
1: then again, who could run the table in that yeah, conference? It's too hard. And, and
0: who, would you, who would you put ahead of them? I mean, too many other teams lost, uh, uh, just not deserving enough as far as I'm concerned. Um, it, it's interesting. You know, I would have thought, you know, you'd think Georgia would be a much bigger favorite uh, over Ohio State than they are. I think it opened at six and a half. I saw Allen. Um, I would have thought they would have been much bigger favorite, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you're talking about talented teams that have a chance to to match Georgia man for man, you got to think Ohio State's, you know, probably the the closest one up there. Um, but I, I still like Georgia. Uh, to just blast everybody, you know, whenever they've had to turn it on against a good team, uh, they have, they have done so. So I, uh, I, yeah. I fully expect them to just absolutely destroy uh, whoever's in their path. And it's just, uh, I think this year is a, the pr- proof this year. I think,
1: uh, it, you know, it, it pans out differently every year, but I think what you can consistently see with the playoffs is, you don't need to expand it. They are, and we're gonna enjoy it, and we're gonna eat it up. But it—imagine if they—that was a big old playoff this year. What is it gonna be? Six, eight, twelve teams, whatever it's gonna be. Why? It is so decisive who the best team is. Why does Georgia need to play more games, risk more injuries? Uh, you know, keep these these students students out of their classrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Not with a straight face, but seriously, why would Georgia have? What would they else would they have to prove? Win two more games to win this year's championship.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of this expansion, uh, at least not right now. But at least as far as this year is concerned, uh, you know, I know Michigan's undefeated, but you know, who did they real? You know, they did not go up against a Murder's Row, like uh, like some of these other teams did. So and they're going to lose
1: to TCU anyway. I could so, I could see that th- happening. There, there's that I, too. I could see
0: that happening. Uh, oh, I know it's but, happening. But uh,
1: two by four to the skull. And you know this uh, this year the college football playoff is uh, it is really. One team and the rest. It's interesting though that Ohio State's Georgia's first opponent. So you're right; that is on paper the team that maybe will give them the biggest fit, and maybe we'll all realize, oh man, we need more of these playoff games if they get played close. But I don't expect it. We'll preview it though. It's it's going to be here, and we're going to uh, predict it. But I just on the onset just feel like it's Georgia's to lose, and there's and I, I mean more so than any teams had maybe yeah, since the playoffs started.
0: This is seems like it's going to be one of the most lopsided, uh, playoffs. I mean, at least, you know, in previous years, you had two teams, at least that you thought yeah. could, you know, one of the, and that championship game would be a close game. I mean, if Georgia played Michigan or TCU and they won by 30, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, George hell, Georgia played Michigan last year and in, in, in the playoff and crushed them.
1: <laughs> so I expect more of that, but you know, we'll see what happens in the meantime. Maybe there's controversy leading into this game. What those kind? What kind of changes. controversy? You know, all sorts of stuff. Maybe guys decide to sit out. Maybe, <laughs> maybe someone gets in trouble. I don't know. Oh, maybe goodness.
0: someone says something they shouldn't. There, that's always possible.
1: And then, of course, we have a uh, Army Navy game. Vince,
0: you got any thoughts on that uh, this weekend? All I gotta say is, go Navy, beat Army. And here we go. We're back, Vince. Good show. Yep. Yep. It, it was good to be back. We covered a lot, and I feel like there's still a ton more to cover. Uh, there's just so much unknown uh, th- this uh, this time of year. Uh, you could really get yourself in a lot of trouble going on a message board or, or, or some other social media uh, this time of year, but, but it is exciting. Uh, I, I can't wait to, you know, good luck to all the other Panthers uh, playing in some big, big playoff games this week uh thursday friday well we'll we'll, vamos uh very excited for those ones uh hoops you know hopefully they could keep it rolling uh and we'll we'll see what awaits uh this panther football team i feel like each week we could be going in a whole different direction uh, as a program uh you just never know these days uh so that's that's all i got alan uh Just a, just a big hail to pit everybody and good luck to the Panthers out there and, and go Navy beat army at H2P show. If you want to reach
1: us or hail the number two pit podcast at gmail.com hail two pit podcast at gmail.com. We love you for reaching out to us and saying, damn it, do a show already. Why you taking so much time off? We apologize, but we're back. You know, things happen with travel, with life you gotta you gotta just accept it, and then you roll with it, and then you come back and you do a bust ass show like we just did. And you know what? We'll be back to do another one here, hopefully next week, if not right sometime before the bowl game for sure. And in the meantime, I'd just like to wish all of you a merry cramp Krampus knocked and 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 enjoy. All the horned creatures you see lurking in the woods this this holiday season. Appreciate them. They're there to contribute to the to the mood of the holiday season. And then with the big guy in the red suits in the sky, that's the main event. We're right now in the pre-show, and I'm enjoying the holiday season right now. Vince, I don't know about you. And that includes the transfer portal, recruiting. It's all part of it. It's just my favorite time of the year.
0: It, it is. I, I, I can't disagree with you. Every, every day feels like, like Christmas. Could be opening up a big present, a big recruit. It's,
1: it's buck nutty, but I'm loving it. And I'm loving doing the show with you, Vince. Loving all you Panther fans for listening. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. And hail to Pitt.